ladies and gentlemen. I am Dick, and this is Podcastrophe episode 148. Uh, today, I have a guest, but before we do that, I want to run down for him specifically, because we talked about this just before they record. Like, what is Podcastrophe? Well, Podcastrophe is an anything goes podcast where we talk about just whatever is on our minds. Sometimes it might be current events, sometimes it might be a show we've watched. Uh, it's it's completely like guest driven, conversation driven. It's free form. Anything goes. Is that I good? Love, is that I, good? Yeah, I like that. No, that's that's good. This is going to be yeah. an interesting episode because, um, well, I mean, yeah, I'll let you do the introductions. Yeah. So I'm here with uh, Cole. It's Bushy, actually. Bushy. Okay. Yes. I was I was going to call you Bucci. Uh, Bucci. It, it gets butchered <laughs> like many numerous times it has. Yeah. But and I'm I'm really good at names. I'm really good at pronouncing shit. But like. Think of like oh, a man. bushy bush, like a yeah, bush, bushy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like how you motioned your crotch. Like, yeah, I can motion my crotch, bro. I, I literally in fifth grade, it was like, yo, you know that name's bushy, you got a bushy bush? And I'm like, yeah. It resonated with me, though, and it's an easy way to explain it. So, Hell yeah. So uh, tell us about yourself. Oh, gosh. Well, should we talk about how we know each other? Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, uh, I, so as of right now, who am I? Uh, my name's Cole Bushy. I run a media marketing company called King Culture Media, um, but that's that's not where I started. Um, and currently right now what I do, I work with small businesses, um, to bring high level content, uh, to bolster from a media standpoint and generate more ROI off of social media, which is obviously this is the era for it right now. Yes, right. Absolutely. Um, but did not start there by any no, means. No. In fact, we know each other from probably where my professional career actually started, which was a place called five star nutrition. Yes. yes. So I was management at a place called five star nutrition. I don't know if have you ever talked about it on podcast review before. I've, I've mentioned five star a lot. Okay. A lot. So ever since I started going there and I can, I can kind of uh, interject here and like dive into my history with five star. I'm curious. So I started, let's see, I think it was February last year. So 2021 when you guys did the, uh, transformation the, the, challenge. The transformation yeah. challenge. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, well, actually I think I just went in there just to pick up some supplements. Cause mm. I know I saw that there was, a new supplement place there and i that exact location used to be complete nutrition correct and i used to frequent that place a lot because i really did not like gnc <laughs> yeah. and much like much like the atmosphere was or is at five star complete nutrition just had great people they were knowledgeable they were asking you about your goals they had the in body system it was great and then they got new management <laughs> well, no, they got new ownership entirely. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And they just ran it into the ground. And the service was complete shit. And they, again, they ran it into the ground. So when I saw Five Star was in there, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let's let's go check it out. Let's see what kind. Let's see what kind of subs they got. And uh, that's when I met. That's when I met Brennan. And, oh yeah. And oh he, man. He gave me the rundown. He he talked me up. He told me his story. A little bit. I mean, I, I guarantee we only barely scratched the surface. Oh, and I, I, I mean, if you ever want me to talk about him, I, he's one of my good friends, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, nowadays. So I know a lot about him. He's He is a beast, though. And he's he's been on our podcast as well. Mm -hmm. So go listen to InspoCast, by the way. It's uh, episode five oh, with yeah. Brennan. So that's a really, really good one. So I met, I met Brennan that night, and I met Riz that night. Okay. And I, I talked to Riz a little bit that night. We talked some video games and what he's doing, because I was still going hard with this podcast. And... I was like, I was, I was in, 
I'm going to talk to people mode. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to get to know people. Let's, let's see what I can do. And then a few months later, I met you. Right. And you were, you were still like uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck I was talking about. But no, you, you had no, you, I, you, people coming in there would have had no idea because you had a ton of confidence and a ton of charisma and character. Well, like, I that, appreciate that. That was one of the things that stuck out, that, that made you stick out to me there was like, you just, you were all about it. You're high energy going for it. And I'm like, damn, this dude's like, he's really about it. <laughs> Five star really gave me personally the opportunity to like test my skills too. Yeah. Like I knew I was always capable of, you know, having that high energy and invoking, are you listening to it right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, like having that high energy and like actually testing my abilities, what am I truly capable of? Right. And like that atmosphere and that environment being that store allowed me to do that. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, I sucked fucking ass. Like, I mean, and you didn't, didn't realize it, but like I really was terrible for the mm-hmm. first like three months, man um but yeah i mean things developed really quick me, quickly yeah, for yeah. me there and, and riz too riz and i grew a really good relationship become a management and we ran a really good establishment mm-hmm. too so that place um i don't go there as frequently anymore i know management's changed a lot since riz and i have left but still a fantastic place but i think yeah some of the best moments at five star nutrition were probably with with riz and i yeah. just being the personalities we were so oh yeah <laughs> but so my first i, I want to talk about like my first ex- i can't exactly remember my first experience with you um but in terms of i can oh can you really oh i'm curious okay well beyond like getting the uh the five-star experience as you call it yes uh which you guys you and riz like i I remember part of this we talked about beard oil yes (laughs) yes that is the the one thing i was gonna bring up because you're like man you got a really great beard i can't remember if you asked how you can get a a beard like it or what or you said i think what prompted me to talk about beard oil was like i can never get past that that itchy phase Yo. and i'm like beard oil man yeah that's it that's, <laughs> that's it <what> it was <laughs> oh man I, yeah i won't forget about that and then over time i think you know when you because you make genuine connections there too yes. like yeah. it's more than just like it really is more than just a sub shop like you become friends with people and i kept tuning more and more into what you were doing outside of just seeing you at the gym here yeah. and there like seeing the podcast and things like that so it's been cool to see both of us grow in our yeah, different passions absolutely absolutely and, I, and this is a this is an episode i've been wanting to do for a long time because again we made that connection and you are just a genuinely interesting person i appreciate and, that in a conversational person so and like my podcast has just been so dead for the last year so it's great to get back to it with this oh man this is <laughs> and this is gonna be a good episode i got Man, I don't know. I don't know exactly what you want me to talk about because there's been a lot going on recently. But oh, we're going to talk about it all, man. All right. I'm, no, I'm ready for <laughs> no, it too. Uh, yeah. The, what prompted me was like, I mean, I've been hitting you guys up for InspoCast, so let's let's talk about InspoCast. Oh man. So the origin of InspoCast started actually. It was late December. Um, not the uh, the formal videos uh, and the audio that you're traditionally seeing. You'll probably look at our page and be mm-hmm. like, dude, your first post was fucking like February. That makes no sense. It was actually Elias. Um, who came into five star. I was a big fan of his, especially from TikTok, And he reached out to me and was like, Hey, we should do a podcast together. Yeah. And I'm like, 
yeah, cool. You know, like everybody says that they all start podcasts, you know, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, but there was something about that conversation in particular that stood out to me because I knew he meant it too. Yeah. Cause I saw him a month later, he was in school. He came back for like a weekend or something and he mentioned it again. And he's like, I'm going to be back for spring break. And I don't remember when it was late February, early March. Um, and, and we're going to run up our first episodes. Okay, cool. Awesome. So that week that that spring break week rolled around and uh i remember it was a sunday i was supposed to go to lunch with my dad and then i texted elias and i was like hey you want to record some stuff for me at the gym and he's like well i'm at the gym right now so i fucking call my dad and i'm like hey sorry dude i'm bailing on you (laughs) i gotta go record this stuff and because i did that i think that literally created the, the inspo cast i'm not even kidding yeah like we filmed him and we made a really good connection there it was the first time we really ever hung out and then the next day we were just texting and the day after that we were like blowing up each other's phones and i just texted him like or i called him and i'm like hey what are you doing right now he goes nothing i'm like you want to do a photo shoot and so he's like yeah fuck it so it's really great when inspiration hits yes when like you when it just bites you in the ass and you're like go let's I go know. yeah and we rode that high really yeah, you hard did. too you did and i'll talk about two of them because we've had two of them so far um that was the first one that week alone we did four inspo cast episodes um so we we started the fundamentals of what that page really was just locally mm-hmm. and it was just it was me and him and then the next episode was um i think it was, was uh, it jake it was either Jake. No, no, no. It was little Danny lifts. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it was Jake. And then the fourth episode was another one with Jake actually. Um, and that's what started it. And then he went back after that for the next three months, every single weekend, this dude would drive back from Fort Wayne to come do these podcasts. No joke. Like we, we took it like a job, like very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Good. And we were posting our reels, you know, we were trying to build up the page and we did, you know, I think we have, um, one episode has about a thousand views. We have a couple that are sending in that five to 700 range. Um, and now we're all the way up to ooh, 28, 29 episodes now. And we're talking about people from across the country too. We had yeah. one guy on there um, where our genius really hit was the online market because we realized that, Hey, look, it doesn't have to even just be local. We can go out and get some superstars. And so what are the idea of the podcast was, was to get rising fitness superstars, not the guys are already prominently known, yeah, but the people that are kind of the low key people that are going to blow up. And it's funny because we actually, we got two, well, I would say three technically, um, the most prominent one, his name is Rodney Lambert. And if you go look him up, it's B rod fit on Instagram. When we had him on, he was reaching out to us, by the way, he had about 22 to 2,800 followers on Instagram. July, which is kind of when the second inspiration hit for us, he had about 140,000. God damn. Yeah. So, and he is one of the most genuine humans I've ever met in my life. He was 400 pounds. He got all the way down to like 170 pounds. He like got hospitalized for like breaking his neck. Basically he had like this leg brace on. I mean, like you, you have to listen to the episode because yeah. it tells his whole story, but I mean that dude completely took off. And now it's funny. Uh, Elias is actually going to be competing in something called the shredding classic in Houston. And they're both going toe to toe at it. And I think, I think one of those two will win. I actually, I don't think I know one of those two will end up yeah. winning the whole thing. That's dope. Which That's is, awesome. I mean, this is a world show that we're talking about too. So it's really cool to have, to like have, him as a friend but uh let's see who else we've had we've had um 
Vic Visual, um, he's actually local. He is now a fitness superstar. Um, he's sponsored by, he is an athlete for Alpha Line Supplements on salary there. Okay. Uh, hard body athletics. Um, they do like knee sleeves and wraps and all this stuff. Um, and we got in contact with him. He's been like a mentor to me for yeah. all the photography, videography stuff. Cause that's what made him blow up. So him, and then there's another guy named Connor Sanon, uh, Connor Sunfit. He is a beast. He, I think he had like two or three thousand we had him on he's sitting at like between 15 and 20k on instagram now so it's crazy how much things can just blow oh man it's it is insane um but yeah that's kind of just the origin of of the inspo cast what is the inspo cast like what's the what is what's tell me about it (laughs) so it really is just like encapsulating the rising fitness superstars um in the industry Mm -hmm. and so the podcast runs something like this introduce the guest um, let them tell their story. And then usually the, we have a segment where we kind of just like get into some free flow conversation. Yeah. Then we'll ask some audience questions. And then at the end, we always have the same three wrap up questions. So I'll, I'll let you guys watch the episodes to actually get to that point and hear them because yeah. they're really good. There's a lot of really good ones. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, I've, I, the, the, the spy, the, the stories are inspiring. And then just when it gets into that free flow conversation, you, like you feel like you know you everybody in the room yep. you know it's that's 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 kind of what i like doing about my podcast it, it introduces people to other people and, and and what i what i started this podcast for was just to have that free form conversation but i always had a friend group over here mm-hmm. and i had a friend group over here and over here and over here and whenever i'd be with one group i would always at some point start telling a story about this friend over here or this friend over here so and and it's like I, there's one of two things that can happen. Either they can be on the podcast and people listen to it and get to know them and be like, wow, he's a, he was right. He is a cool dude. Or I can get this dude and this dude from these two groups guesting on the same podcast. I have, I've introduced so many friendships. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> I've introduced a lot of friendships that. through my podcast, and it's been – so awesome dick you're gonna teach me something today (laughs) you are it is i will say podcasts are the best networking games possible Mm -hmm. um because it's it's a free flow conversation right we're just sitting here having a conversation and it's cool because we've had people on the podcast that we don't even know like no joke have never talked to this person you know online maybe like in a voice message or something like that sometimes not even just text messages and then get on a podcast with them one that's very difficult i'm gonna be honest yeah um but it, you know, I, I have a good skill set in terms of communication, so it usually goes really well. But like the the relationship that you build with that person afterwards, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm gonna be honest. Like some people that we've had on the podcast, I don't talk to them nearly as much these days. But there are a few people that we've had on that I talk to at least on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know, so it, it's cool. You make friends out of out of doing absolutely. It. I've I've personally made a few friends because I used to yeah. I have uh, I you got a hundred some episodes man holy shit so I, I apologize is there cursing a lot on the podcast absolutely oh thank goodness you, okay you say fuck all you want <laughs> <laughs> I mean the intro and outro our song's called Big Dick Day ah, yeah okay you got a point <laughs> oh man 
uh, which I, 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 I always close out the show because and I, I want to bring this up because I feel like it, it kind of uh, goes with your podcast, the InspoCast, the Inspiration mm-hmm. Podcast. You know, you're you're always about pumping people up and telling people stories, and hopefully those stories pump people up yep. and motivate people and inspire people. Uh, but my outro, is, so I the intro I came up with is based off the outro, which is a song from some band in Philly called uh, Pizza Face. Okay, <laughs> the song's called Big Dick Day, and uh, I have a sign off at the end of the episode. I say. Make every day a big dick day. I and, fucking love and, you that. You know, it's, it's it's big dick energy. It's BDE, that baby. You uh, and I came up with the the thought of this. I came up with the idea of this years ago because somebody was ta- somebody was talking to me about uh, just taking titty pictures like of themselves. <laughs> like, man, my tits look great today. I'm gonna take pictures of. Them. Oh <laughs> my know? gosh! And I'm like. And so I, I was like, I started thinking, I'm like, big, okay, t- I look down, my dick looks huge today. For some reason, today of all days, I my dick looks huge. That. I'm going to have a good fucking day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, my, my dick be big every day then, because so I'm going to have a good day every day. Hell yeah. So it's, it's just that energy, you know? I, no, I love that though. Yeah, and there's different ways of bringing that kind of energy and inspiration through. I, and that's a good message though. That's what makes this podcast unique. I like that part. So, no, that's fucking dope. I like that. Yeah, I mean, everybody has, like, their sign-offs, like, oh, yeah, have a good one, guys. That's lame. Or that's the way the cookie crumbles, fucking Bruce Almighty. Um, but I was like, what's mine going to be? Yeah, like, what no, the hell that's that good. I'm like, well, I close out the episode with the song Big Dick Day. Why don't I just tell people to have a Big Dick Day? That's a good way of thinking of it. Yeah. Man, you're bringing back the, the the podcast inspiration for me. I will say, like, recently, we've been a lot a lot more hands-off with the podcast. Not and not because we don't enjoy it. It's more just, like, there's a few other things going on individually for Elias and I, personally, yeah. that kind of gravitated us off. But I'm so glad that, you know, the past six months, we've had 29 episodes. I did the math. That's almost five episodes a month. And so, I mean, it pans out really well. We built a good infrastructure. So, um, I think it's going to be one of those things where we're going to come back to it with some big five. Yeah. Here coming soon. What I was told when I first started podcasting, and I started podcasting because uh, I was guesting a lot on my friend's podcast. Okay. And I eventually had a guest spot every week where I would just record, and they told me, just do whatever you want. So I would literally make a new intro and come up with a topic every single week. So I would like do some crazy, stupid shit on a guitar, or I just record myself eating potato chips or something, you know, just <laughs> dumbass shit. And, uh, I, I would just re- record my segment of their show every week. It's somebody sometimes be 10 minutes. Sometimes it'd be 20 minutes, just whatever. They just let me do it. And I was like, would you guys bring me on as like a, another co-host? Like, I want to do this with you. Yeah. And they're like, dude, just start your own podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, revolutionary yeah. thought right there. So I did. And they told me like, dude, get through the first 10 episodes. If you can make it to 10 episodes, you're going to have longevity. I, I a thousand percent agree with that. Yeah. If you give up and it's funny that you say that cause we all like right around when we got to episode 10, give or take was when we were trying to figure out how we create longevity because I, there's two different models. You know, you can kind of do it like by yourself and bring friends on, or you can go out there and try to get some high value guests and things like that. Yeah. Right. So I think we went with the alternate route and we were trying to figure out how the hell we even do that in the first place. It's not like we can just travel around the country and just like post up and, you know, 
LA or Texas or Florida or Miami or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, no, I think they got some, they got some truth to that. Um, cause it's also nice to see that it's like, holy crap, I've actually built all of this too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was, a, I wasn't just in a fantastic position because I had, um, I've always done music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I had actually exited the actual performing side of music to do the production side. So I, I bought a bunch of gear just to, just so I can mix and record music, mix my friend's music, mix my own music, whatever. And then I got into podcasting and I'm like, I have all of this gear and it is complete overkill for a beginner podcast, yep. <laughs> but, I yep. it, but I fucking had it. It's funny. Like it, I, I resonate with you in that regard because it was like, I always wanted to be the person that was in front of the camera. And then I just really fell in love with like all the nitty gritty tech and stuff like that. And I realized it was actually for me personally, a lot more fun behind the scenes. So yeah, you, you got to trial and error stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like some people that do find that they actually just like being in front of a camera and they just yeah. want to keep it simple. But like, there, there's something like, you know, you, you, have you told them about the new? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. This okay. is, I think my fourth episode with it. Okay. I did like, cause the thing's badass. I did two episodes of just me on it, just talking for like 20 minutes just to give everybody an update. And it's nice to have a guest. <laughs> Don't Dude, say that no. because I suck at just talking to myself. Oh my gosh. I couldn't do That's that. That's the man. worst. I, I write in journals. I can't, I can't just sit there and talk to myself. That, oh man, I don't know how I feel about that. It, I just feel like it feels narcissistic almost. I talk in circles. If I don't, have some, if, if <laughs> I, need I don't, direction. I need direction. And I think the back and forth of a conversation helps give me direction. Otherwise I just say the same thing three or four seconds later. And I'm just repeating myself over and over again, saying the same shit. And it's like, who wants to hear that? Yeah, no, they don't. But they don't. I would say if I, if I have any advice for, uh, you guys, it's uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. Just uh, for longevity, be consistent. I mean, you guys have already pumped out. You said twenty nine episodes. Just find a way to now. Now you're at a point where like put out an episode a week. Yeah, find a way. I mean, I know Elias can't get down here all the time. He's actually he, he he's oh, on yeah. online school now, so okay. he lives here. Um, okay. The big thing is like the two things are one, he's on prep right now for this big show, so that's one thing. Two, I'm trying to start my own media marketing business yeah. right now, yeah. and that, and both of those things combined, I take a lot of our time. And like me, it's more like a sporadic thing. So it's like I, some days I'm like I don't have shit to do, you know, and I could do a podcast, but not always conducive for when you need to line up guests, right? So it could be, I don't want it to be one of those situations where I like line up some dude and then like, oh shit, sorry, I can't make it. I got a shoot to go do now, you know? So that's, I think that's where it gets difficult, but I think here in the next month or two, there's going to be a lot more stability Mm -hmm. coming on. So dude, like I said, if, if you can find a way to make it stable, do it. Yep. And then your podcast will grow, especially like if, especially with like loyal listeners Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, just do it. It's nice though to get a little break too, because then it keeps the it keeps the audience wondering. They're like, "What are they doing?" You, you throw a lot in the bank, don't you? you? You guys record a lot and then you just sit on them, right? Man, you'd be surprised. Nope. No, no, man. Like they go out real fast. Well, I know they did initially. Oh, they did. Um, and, and right now what you see, I think it's actually 28 episodes that are out right now. Okay. Um, cause we don't have anything else lined up. I mean, we have guests in mind and the thing is, so like when we first started, you probably relate to this dude to do an episode cause we do video too. So to do an episode when we first started, if it was an online guest, I remember one of them took me 
it was between eight to 10 hours. Like I couldn't figure it out. And now we have it down to a system. Like if we do it in person, I mean, it probably takes me 30, 45 minutes to, to literally like do all the editing for it and export it. Yeah. And then, you know, just throw it up on YouTube. Yeah, and stuff. Once you get a system down, yeah. you're, you got a flow, you're good. That was, and I think that's where, where the 10 episodes comes in. That's part of the learning curve too. Like you got to figure out what your system is for how you're going to get these episodes up. Cause the talking part's easy. Yeah. That's <laughs> nothing. In fact, I love coming on podcasts, other people's podcasts. And I'm like, man, I don't even have to do shit, man. Exactly. I just come on the podcast it's and just talk and I'm done. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave the rest of it. Well, you, you got a good system. I'm guessing you just record to a card oh, and yeah. bam, you're done. I record as a card. And what's nice about this is I don't even have to do any editing after this. Like before I would have yeah. to edit. I'd have to throw, I have all kinds of plugins in my, uh, my audio, uh, my, my program on there. Mm. And, uh, but I, I eventually did have a system where everything was just set up and I didn't have to mess around with anything. Dude, that's really I would nice. just like, if I knew, I would just look at the waveform. It's like, all right, there's a spike there. Probably some, something I should take out. I'll check it out, level it out. Cool. But beyond that, I think most I ever did was like, all right, so I got to place the outro here. <laughs> that's so nice. Unmute the outro. Man. Place it here render the worst problem that we ever had i don't know if anybody will actually understand this but it was basically so we would record we record the video and the audio separately and then what i do is i'll mute the audio from the video portion yeah. and just keep the audio from that. yeah now what would happen was somehow i don't understand how this happened but basically even though i would sync them perfectly at the beginning somehow like the not even the duration i don't know how to explain it basically it was like as the video goes on it would start to like drift desync. off and off and desync and so i would have to sit there and manually try to like type in like a speed basically to perfectly match them up and that would take me like two hours to try to figure out how to do i've heard of that happening it doesn't happen anymore it, i changed yeah. the setting i used final cut and it, it changed i changed the setting and then it bam instantly it was mm -hmm. fine but i was like are you fucking kidding me i had to do that for like five seven episodes like it was miserable yeah we had a problem on our show where because we always did live streams that, 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 Okay. Was where, that was where the video portion came in for us. That's nice. And the live streams are, yeah. are pretty nice. But the problem we were running into, okay, so at first we were running into a desync, like with the video and our audio, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it, it was just because we had different sampling rates and stuff like that. Okay. Also, we were trying to stream in 4K, and it's like, Holy there was, shit, there was no dude. need for it. There was I bet, no I bet need you had for some it. storage issues with that stuff, too. No, because we, we didn't record the video. Oh, actually, yeah, it was live streamed up. Yeah. yeah, so it was just up. And uh, But the problem, another problem we ran into was something between the computer and the interface was causing us to what, what would happen was we called it priming. We got primed where everybody's, everybody's voice got pitched really low. Oh, and we all sound crap. like Optimus Prime. <laughs> what the hell? Man, it, technology, bro. It's, but, yeah. but in the recording, like the actual audio we recorded, it sounded fine. But on the live stream, we sounded like this. Like, it's just super fucked. low. Super oh, low. my gosh, dude. Screw that. I actually commend the people that, like do like they'll have like a three camera setup or something like that well, i want i want that so kudos bad. to the people that got like three sony a7s threes that's like 10 grand just sitting there and then they got like an atem switcher so they can just switch between them like one i don't even want to know how big that file is honestly that's got to be like a hundred gigabyte like just podcast in and of itself yeah. like blow up your computer type vibes but uh gopros gopros iphones 
Uh, iPhones are a good one too. If you want a cheap setup, yeah. It's still and, and funny enough, the PG Talk they actually use iPhones. Um, I would I would recommend if I was going to go out there and get cameras. This is for the audience. Um, the Sony ZV One. So it's a fixed lens. It costs you about eight hundred bucks, um, but you can shoot up to 4K 30 on it. So if you, I mean, if you want to go out and you want to shoot some fucking 4K, go for it. You know. Um, but the 1080p looks really nice. In fact, we don't even use 1080p. We use like less than that. Um, yeah. And the files are a hell of a lot less big, and they're really easy to edit. So I think like Twitch and other places they stream at like 720. So like, what's yeah. what's the point it, of going it, higher? Exactly. Like you know, you think about YouTube in particular. They they stream up to. Well, I think they do have some 4K profiles now that you can do. Um, but I mean, regardless, 90 plus percent of whatever you're going to see on there is 1080p. Yeah. So what what the hell's the point of even recording yeah. 4K? Like the only thing that I would want to do it. 1080p would just be for audio like it, mm-hmm. it compresses so much the lower quality you go so it's like eh, okay I, I understand like wanting 1080p for audio but yes like after a certain point it's like who even has a 4k monitor i mean don't get me wrong i have three but that's fucking nice <laughs> But yeah, like not many people do have 4K monitors, right? Or do they have the graphics card to put out to output? Correct. 4K. Yeah, I mean, whatever your editing software is going to blow up. Like, I mean, okay. Yeah. So I do a lot of cinematic work now. Like, I, I, when I work with businesses, I mean, you know, commercials and things mm-hmm. like that. And I was obsessed. So the reason I bought this camera was because it's probably so. I have the by the way for the audience, I have the Sony A7 IV, um, and it shoots up to 4K 60 frames per second, which is fantastic. Yeah, I can even shoot it in a 10 bit color profile, but I got to have a special card. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, I will be honest, 4k overrated. Like I shoot 90% of stuff now and just 1080p. Um, and because I can still get the color profile I want, so I can color grade and I get the frames that I want, which mm-hmm. is, and like I said, 90 plus percent or whatever you see is going to be in 1080p. So, and, and nobody knows the difference. No. They really don't. Uh, unless you're, unless you're viewing 4k on like a, on a, six, yeah. a 65 inch TV, exactly. you're not going to notice it. Yeah. You, you literally will not notice it at all. So a hundred percent agree with you on that. Uh, I think the, the, the happy medium though is like 1440. I know, I, I know in terms so. of like gaming and stuff. I'm not a gamer though. I, I don't PC mm, game yeah, or nothing like that. So, uh, if I do game, it's all single player. Okay. But okay. I don't, I don't know if, if I'm doing multiplayer, it's uh well, the main game I play is called monster hunter. Play the shit out of that. But, uh, the other game I play multiplayer is halo. Like I've always been a halo guy. Okay. Halo not, guy. Not call of duty. <laughs> I suck at call of duty, Dude, man. I used to, I used to love myself some call of duty back in the day. Not a big halo guy. I don't play any video games anymore, no. man. I don't have fucking time. Uh, my video game is just my fucking computer. Just editing stuff. I love looking at my work. You know, it's funny. I hear a lot of artists, like I'm saying like musicians in terms of like <laughs> rappers and singers. Some of them will say that they actually do not listen to anything but their own music. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. No. So I think a prime example, I think Wiz Khalifa, he, he actually doesn't listen to anything but his own music. It's funny because I feel the same way about my own shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally, it's not even a prideful thing. I just love what I make, and I, I love. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, whatever I do, I literally will watch it, and I'm the one editing it, too. So I'll watch it a hundred times anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to be the same way when I made videos back, way back when I started YouTube, back in, like, I think I, I did start doing YouTube stuff. I, th- I did MySpace stuff before I did YouTube stuff. Holy shit, yeah, you're so, old. <laughs> I'm going to be 32 in, in two months. Damn, I actually <laughs> turn 24 tomorrow. Damn, you young. Yeah, hell yeah. 
that's well, an, that's another thing. Like I've I, I didn't want to bring this up. I, I've I've thought about this. <laughs> I don't typically like think ahead about like what I want to talk about. I just usually just go. But, yeah. Uh, this is one of the things listening to Inspocast and hearing you and Elias. Or, I always want to call him Elias. It's, it's Elias. Elias. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jake Butcher. Yep. Like y'all are so young. Yeah. And just listening to the conversation, like when you guys just start talking. Like just about bullshit. I'm like, man, I remember those days. <laughs> we yeah, just talked bro. about bullshit. Like you guys are on there, like talking about titties and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> man, most of it's honestly like just fitness related. It's like yeah. meal prepping yeah. and chicken and rice and stuff like that. Hell. But like when you guys got into those conversations, like how do you approach a girl in the gym? How do you? How, or, oh yeah. Like those are like really good topics. Not just to be like a dude in a gym trying to get girls, but like just. There, Cause there is a right and a wrong way to do things Correct. and you don't want to, you don't want to fucking creep a girl out while she's working out. Like, oh, hell no. I mean, you're in the gym to do something. Exactly. You know, everybody's in there to do the thing. No, it's, well, I, I think people have different purposes, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's funny. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, they were like, man, I commend you for going to the gym all the time. Like, I wish I had that kind of dedication. And I sat there, I said, I want you to think about the gym in a different lens. Okay. Cause most people think of it as just like this, you know, consistency grind aspect, work on yourself, do all those things. And that's a part of it. A hundred percent. But the other thing I think people tend to neglect cause they just don't get that far is the community side of things as well. Like if I didn't go to the gym, I probably wouldn't have a lot of friends. Actually, I wouldn't be able to start this business. I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things, you know? So I'm the complete opposite. Like my gym experience is like complete solitude. Yes. So that was my initial gym experience. It didn't yeah. happen. I worked at Planet Fitness. Um, that's where it happened for me because I got yeah. to see, like, I, I couldn't work out. I was just working, you know, and I got to see that side of things. So it put a new, completely new perspective on what a gym really was, which is a community. Yeah. I work out at the SIA rec center. Okay. And there's yep. just isolation. There's yeah. There's nobody in there at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like five people and they're all just, they're doing the thing. They're doing their thing. Uh, and then I go to anytime fitness in Frankfurt now and let's just, I, I try to go there when it's not busy cause it's tiny. <laughs> so it's the only gym there. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, they have, they have a YMCA too, but it is complete garbage. So compared to the one here. Do you, do you wish you would have started things? Well, it's interesting yes. because you, so <laughs> I, I, I know you knew what I was getting at, but, um, it's like, where, where we're at right now, you think about me, Elias, Jake, like all of them, and RIP Jake. Jake's actually kind of taking a social media break right now, oh, yeah. so uh, it, it actually good for him. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I don't have the power, the willpower to do that. <clears throat> I have to shit post all day. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, honestly. <laughs> to be quite honest, there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, like, we grew up in an era where it was very prominent and relevant. We had a lot of people to, to get ideas from and say, like, oh, this is actually possible. We mm-hmm. weren't the first movers by any means, but now we yeah. hopped on the train. Yeah. So that there's something to be said for that. But I think when, you know, if you if we put it back into perspective eight years ago when you were 24, right? The, a lot of the stuff that's coming out there, like podcasts and just like mass media as it is, as it's shown today, it, it wasn't like this, right? Yeah. I wish I would have had this back then. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I kind of had it in high school. So I think I, I have, I, if you go back far enough on my personal YouTube, you'll find my first podcast. No <laughs> way. From 2007. Holy shit. It's is, is like just me going, Sup guys? Like, <laughs> shit's boring here. We have a snow day. I'm bored, so that's awesome. Dude, that's fucking <laughs> it's, hilarious. It's incredibly cringe. And then like I don't talk about anything for like three minutes. 
I'm just bullshit saying shit. And then I go into like, so here's the shout out list. And I shout out a bunch of people from my high school <laughs> and then it's over. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like when I was like eight years ago, beyond that, like my creative outlet was always music, mm-hmm. but I wish I would have had this. I wish I could have started this then. Right. Cause Holy shit. Where would it be? And, and I, st- I think the same thing about my fitness. Like when I graduated high school, I was 111 pounds and I was a twig. I was skinny. I did. I ate pizza rolls every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was, I was a hard gainer and like, I just didn't work out at all. Right. But like 23 hit me and, uh, I, I went to, I, I wasn't on nights anymore. I went to days and to stay, to stay awake. Cause I was still on that night shift mentality. I've always been a night owl. Still am to this day. Um, I went to, I went to days and to make up for, lack of sleep i would just drink a a liter of pop every day oh yeah that's not good and suddenly like the pizza rolls and the pop it just starts adding up and like next thing i know i have a gut with skinny arms and i'm like what and i got soft somebody took a picture of me at a fucking metal show i look dumb as fuck i'm just like and (laughs) And you looked at yourself and you're like bro i gotta change something yeah and then and that's also the moment i was like holy shit that's why it's harder to put my socks on in the morning (laughs) yeah no fucking kidding yeah so and I, I wish I would have started earlier than that just so I could have that foundation and know mm-hmm. what to do or be farther along because I ended up getting into fitness and really liking it. I made it part of my work day. Right. Because part of your, your habits and your routines, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'll put this into perspective for you. Like I talked to, well, so we went down to Houston. Um, it oh, was, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I gained a lot of inspiration from different people down there. And there was a podcast that I listened to, um, with a guy, his name is Max tuning. So I got a chance actually to go into his office is in the HQ of alpha land. Actually, he owns a company called ever forward. And then he owns a candy company called sour strips. Yeah. Um, although I didn't get to meet him personally, I heard a podcast with him on it and he was talking about how there is room for everybody on this planet to be successful at whatever the hell they want to do. And really there, there is no better time than now. Like, sorry, you fucking missed your chance like four or five years ago, whatever, but things are still progressing. Think about the stock market, right? Like it keeps progressively growing. And I think that's how everything works. Like alpha land is only, you know, two years old and people are like, oh man, I missed the opportunity to go there when it just opened. It's like, dude, this is the baby stages of what Alpha Land is. If you go there now, and let's say you stayed for the next decade, that thing will be a universal household name just as much as like Planet Fitness is, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's like, don't worry about the past. Just focus on what is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my that's my word of the wisdom for you. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, I mean, yeah. this oh, is I, don't get me wrong. I, and I, I know you're never, not gonna stop. <laughs> it never gets me down that I didn't start as early. It just sucks. I, it just sucks because I'm like, man, I could have been so much bigger. Because mm-hmm. I went because by the so when I when I started day shift at that time at 23, I was 130 pounds, so not much heavier. But like within three months, I gained 33 pounds. Shit. So, and then after this, so I worked out, I, I cut out pop first. That was the, the main thing I did. I cut out pop mm-hmm. and then I started doing like cardio stuff at the gym. I would walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes, whatever. And then I dropped down to 151. Okay. But then I started packing on muscle and then I was like, I like this. Holy shit. Now I'm, I think the la- my last weigh in for the current challenge at five star, yeah. I think it was 191. 
Damn, that's good. <laughs> but don't get me wrong; like I'm, I'm still a lot higher in fat percentage than I want to be. Like I'm at 23 percent right now. Yeah. My goal is like 15. Okay. I think that's a nice, healthy goal. Yep. It's not like overly like shredded, but like cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. It's, it's, it's consistency and yeah. discipline over time, just as much as the podcast stuff is. The discipline is where I, I, I don't, I don't lack discipline when it comes to like working out. Like I put in the time every day. It's funny. Gabby at five star, she asks me every time she's like, what's your, uh, what's your workout schedule? Like, I'm like, or how many, how many times do you work out a week? I'm like five, sometimes six days a week. She's like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Like, I, yeah, and that's the truth, too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When I'm in there in between reps, um, I'm on my phone. I'm fucking off. Yeah. And, that, and that's that's no good. That's no bueno. But uh, I still I still I'm still sore by the time I leave there. So that's, right. that's I think that's the, the result you want to get regardless. You exactly. Want, you want to know you put in the, the hard work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important part. Well, I'm going to put discipline very simply. I, I heard a good phrase from, uh, do you know Jocko Willink by any chance? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not familiar with a lot of, I've heard him on Rogan a couple times. Yeah. Um, and he has his own podcast yeah. as well too. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to get your ass kicked, go listen to his shit. Cause he'll keep it real, real. Like oh, it's yeah. like Goggins type energy, you know? Oh, um, yeah. but he, he phrased discipline in the most simple way possible. It was just doing what you're supposed to do every day. And when he put it that way, he was like, even when you're tired, like it's, it's not an emotional decision. It's just a logical decision. Mm-hmm. You just make the fucking decision. You just go do it just as much as like, Hey, I need to get up and get in the shower and put my work pants on and go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a disciplinary decision. So apply that same concept to your life and you will see the needle move a hell of a lot faster. Yeah. Rogan, Rogan puts it well too. He's just like, um, Discipline will basically be the difference between like how much success you actually see in your life. Everybody will see success, but it's just how much success you will see will be determined by how consistently you can do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on that note, um, this guy I always followed, he had a podcast for a short while. Um, his, his name's uh, Derek Wida. He's a, yep. yeah, you know him. I've heard of him oh, before. Dude, he is one fucking hilarious. Like that's what got me into him. He put out this video, how to lose weight. And it's just him just walking around his property and like, uh, in just like super short shorts. He's got this giant ass beard. He's shirtless and shredded, but he's, he's also an amputee. Oh, so shit. he's, he's got mm-hmm. a knee, like I think it's a knee down leg amputation. Okay. Uh, from uh, being over in Iraq or Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's he's like this CrossFit champion and all that. He does, uh, yeah, he does that was just, that's what I know him from. But uh, so he had this he had this podcast, and he one of the things he said on there once was uh, people get motivation wrong, like the definition of motivation. He said people think motivation is the energy or will to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, motivation is the end. That's what you're looking at. That's the goal, and. He said, you, you don't have, it's not that you don't have motivation. You have motivation. You don't have discipline, right? You have, you don't have discipline to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. You don't have discipline to go get the, get the shit and go. (laughs) It's because people just don't have an idea of what their end goal is. Honestly, I think that's a big part. That is a huge part. If you don't know why you're getting out of bed in the first place, why's are very important. Mm -hmm. That's something I emphasize personally. Like everything that I do has to have a purpose behind it. What I'm doing. Yeah. Cause if not, then it's like. There's no fucking reason for me to do it. If it's not that important, why am I doing it? Honestly, that's why I don't. That's why I started the business that I started because I was just like, why the hell am I running in circles, running, doing these jobs that I don't like anyways? Why? Why am I doing that? And then I, and I thought about what well, my, you know, 
end return on that was. I'm like, I'm young, I'm single, I don't have fucking responsibilities. Like, worst case scenario is I fail on my face and I admit that, and then I go back to what I was doing anyways, and then I just start in the same fucking spot. Like, yeah, that, nothing wrong with that, you know. Nobody's gonna hate know, on me I, for that. I've been I've been following you, I've been watching you, and I'm just like, dude, go get it, because like like you just said, you're young, you got and you got ambition and drive, and it's like I want to see you succeed because I appreciate that because you are so young and you can do this so early on. It's it gets harder and harder the older you get. Uh, hell it's, yeah. It's, I'm not saying it like you said, you can succeed at any point. Correct. But the early, the earlier you do it, the better off later you Correct. are. Correct. So, Setting yourself up with the disciplinary yeah. principles, not yeah. the whole like blow up overnight type of deal. Mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. sucks. I think regardless for anybody, cause you don't really learn a lot out of that. What you want, you want to hear what the, the goals are for this year? Well, let's hear them. I, I already heard some on the, the alpha land mm-hmm. doc you put out. And it's funny. It's going to, it's going to align similarly with that. I think I figured out a little bit more since then too. So because some of those things have already happened, actually. Yeah. You know, I told myself I wanted to buy this camera. I wanted to start the LLC, get into what I'm doing now. And I've done those things, right? But now it's like, where the hell do I go from now? Because I figured out a lot since then. It's a lot more work than I thought. <laughs> um, and then there's a personal lens. So from a professional lens right now, um, as it's been so far, I'm going out there putting myself out there. And I think yeah. every business has to do that. Like, I've literally gone to like 10 businesses in the past two weeks, just like cold, like just walking in there. I, I might have one connection in there or something like that, if that, and just pitching my services. Like, literally, it's just like, hey, I do videography and photography. Um, I do online marketing. Uh, I honestly, today, all I want to do is just hear about your business and then let them talk, you know, build a relationship with these people yeah. and see how I. I can provide value, which is something that I learned from five star. About, yeah. I'm like, this yeah. sounds like five, five star. star literally taught me that. And it's funny because the infrastructure that they have there, it's almost like a formal sales training and sales is the same across the board. So I used to be in the automotive industry actually. And, uh, I started to watch some of these videos from this guy. I call it, his name's Andy Elliott. He's like the fucking leader in auto sales. Okay. And when he was talking about the sales process, I shit you not, it was the same exact thing that I learned at five star. Except for they're just selling a different product, right? Or a different service or whatever. So I was like, okay, take that and run with it. Do just sell something else and do what you're passionate with instead. Um, And I was fortunate enough while I was down in Alpha Land to actually meet a guy that does exactly what I do. And now he's 23. He has six employees. Last month, he made about 20 grand. Um, Like he's given me the infrastructure for how he actually built this business. And uh, I've, I've learned, I've basically taken that information, just ran with it along with the sales skills that I already possessed and then the networking and communication capabilities. So, um, that's a long rant for basically what I want to do is I want to get into business and especially commercial work. Like I love doing videography. So that's what I want to do. Um, but the second big one's real estate. Um, because for me, I still also have to think about financially. I have to support myself. And so it's more consistent income from there. And also I would say that's almost like the entrepreneurial capital of the world. Um, there's like uh, real estate agents are entrepreneurs. That's what they are. Yeah. And so entrepreneurs support entrepreneurs. And, uh, I think real estate is a really good market in general. Um, it's definitely a seller's market right now. And so high quality quality media is essential. So getting photography elements, but I also want to get my drone license and, uh, I do some more like videography for some of these high end houses. That's the end goal. So I'm in the talks and in the works for doing some of that stuff. And that's all the professional 
Um, the personal, I figured out a formula, um, and this is actually for the audience. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that want to be social media stars, right? They're like, man, I want, I want a fucking hundred thousand on Instagram or blah, 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 whatever. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Instagram ain't shit, bro. Because guess what? Instagram's not going to make you money. It, It can. There are people that actually make money on Instagram, but you know where you really make money? YouTube. Yeah. Hear me out here, okay? So TikTok obviously has become the advertising fucking platform of the world. I've seen people literally have like there's this one girl that I didn't know. She has like 8K on Instagram and like a month or two ago she had like two. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Looked at her TikTok, she has like 60K on there. There's a lot of organic reach on there, and so these people will gravitate towards your other platforms, right? It's got such an aggressive algorithm. It does. And if you're consistent and you have good content, then you will succeed there. Now, I think it's it's hard to get into TikTok. You got to really have a, a plan if you want to go in there and be successful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, okay, so how you want to do it is... TikTok is your advertising platform for all your other shit, yeah. okay? So yeah. you want to advertise things like your other social media platforms, like your Instagram, like YouTube's a I great one. I know where this is going, yeah. So now, Instagram, right? It's where, I mean, now there's more real-based content, obviously, but what you're really doing is feeding everybody to YouTube. And the reason why is because YouTube is more personal connection, and also think about any big person that, that you watch, the audience, on there. They advertise something okay whether it be a project that they're working on or whether it be an actual product or a service or maybe they're doing an advertisement like a literal advertisement i'm not saying ad revenue because you're not gonna make i mean you'll make some money from that but that's not your money maker eventually yeah <laughs> like your money maker is going to be whatever the hell you're actually selling in that video in the first fucking you know in that 30 mm-hmm. seconds or whatever you'll make actual money from that like literal dollar figures so that's that's my thought process it's really just like hey look be consistent on instagram because that's your platform like me personally i'm like instagram is my platform like that's that's what i use yeah, yeah. and feed everybody over to youtube grow that page and now that you, if you have five thousand people on youtube that's five thousand real people that we're talking about like instagram gets skewed man like your first like thousand to five thousand maybe ten thousand people are going to be the loyal people very very organic yes Mm -hmm. yes and even after that i think about fitness influencers like some of these guys got like 100k on youtube i'm going to be honest even you know okay that ten thousand is the true real fan base but still even out of that other ninety thousand there's gonna be a lot of people that still just resonate with that message and they'll use that code they'll buy that product they'll do whatever yeah hell i i got the the gila mix cups from watching InspoCast, <laughs> and you guys weren't even advertising and it. we weren't even advertising it probably from our boy rodney and got, like that yeah, dude three of them now yeah so i mean that that was my epiphany and what i also realized was that from my content style i'm that's what i'm bred for like yeah. I'm, I'm so much better at having free flowing conversation like we're having here and telling a story through a longer format than uh-huh. I am at just like coming up with something quick and snappy, you know? Yeah. So it, it, that's my little tidbit, but that's my personal goal. Like, obviously if I could get it to a point where I was making, let's say $3,000 a month from YouTube, I could literally just say fuck all to everything else that I was doing and completely just focus in on that. Yeah. And now at that point, all you have to do is just work on yourself that's it so that, i mean that's that's kind of the end goal right now mm-hmm. yeah uh, 
I know it was a lot. I'm so glad you brought all that up because like that's something I've learned from one of the YouTubers I follow in the beard world. His name's Dan C. Bearded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a he's known as the trusted teacher for all things bearded because he is a, he is an actual te- or he was a teacher. Be- this YouTube career has actually allowed him to retire from teaching. He's he's only like a year older than me, maybe two years okay. older than me. So and now he does like full time YouTube. Uh, he, he's a beer, he's a consultant for beard companies and other, and also YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the things like I learned from him real early on is, uh, you have one platform and if you have other platforms, use those platforms to funnel everything to the, the main platform. Correct. Make that platform your, your home base and just drive everybody there and then you will be successful and it doesn't make sense to do it on any other platform like i said than youtube and i will say this too there's two types of youtube pages there are well there's probably multiple that i can think of but i I really boil it down to two Mm -hmm. you have strictly educational pages so i'm thinking about this beard guy like he probably educates people on different products that are out there different tactics to use right Mm -hmm. and then you have more like creative vlog style right like they're they're two different entities although they both are informational in different ways you have to figure out what your element yeah, is in your avenue yeah. now if you're gonna do the educational way you really got to come in with a plan like you got to know yeah. what your topics are that you want to talk about and the best way to showcase those things um like i follow a lot of photographer videographers like hey give me the specs on this specific camera i want to know about this yeah, or yeah. how does this actually work in the field or whatever it gives me an idea for what's out there and how i can make an educational purchase for what i'm trying to yeah. do right? i got a recommendation for you oh, for, for gear ready. and camera and stuff like I, it's probably already tom buck oh i don't i'm writing it down right tom now buck he's cheesy as fuck but he's good he knows his shit tom buck my favorite person to follow so i so i do like just the sheerly educational pages sometimes it's actually helped me learn a lot more about cameras yeah um but there's two types of photographers and videographers too there are ones that are really good at the creative side and then there are other ones that are really good at the technical aspect right and i find myself a really good hybrid between both because i'm a fucking nerd like i love that kind of stuff but i also just like being creative yeah so my favorite person to follow and it was tom buck correct yes um his name is uh peter mckinnon he He's probably one of the biggest like okay. photographer. I mean, he's been shooting for I think he said 17 years now, um, and I mean every picture that dude posts gets probably half a million likes. To be quite honest, on Instagram, so uh, he's more of a creative mind. Uh, not necessarily like, hey, here are the specs on this camera, but it's like, hey, I tested this out. Here's a bunch of the work, and hey, let's go drink coffee. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. literally how he talks. So um, I really appreciate stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there's a lot of good YouTubers out there, and like I said, you know, you build whatever that niche is for yourself you can make a lot of money you can you you have that 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 ability downfall of this podcast is it's not niche enough because it has zero focus it it doesn't have enough focus to draw Mm -hmm. a specific crowd in to get people here regularly unless it's like 
people around here. Like low, it's kind of, it's a local podcast right. essentially. Now, in, in in the podcast space, there's also two different types of podcasts as well, just as much as there are YouTube pages. <laughs> True crime and there's well, <laughs> think I'm about kidding, it, right? Kidding, yeah, a, a specific focus niche, right? So we're going to talk about disciplinary principles. We're going to talk about crime. We're going to talk about I mean, ones that I listen to. Funny enough, like the Enneagram. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before or not. Go look that shit up. It's great. Um, or you have networking based podcasts where mm. we're going to put on like Joe Rogan's a networking based yeah. podcast, right? He's going to have different kinds of people on there and it's going to really like open the facet of your mind to what's actually out there. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's what I get driven to. And that's, and that's what your style podcast yeah, is. Yeah. I never thought of it as like a networking podcast. That's interesting. It, See, but, I like what I like about this episode is we're learning from each other. Yes. <laughs> no, exactly. You you taught me some things from the technical aspect, but also opened my eyes to some different things out there too, which I like. Hey, man, I might be I might well, I'm not even 24 yet. I might be 23, but I know I do know a thing or two. Oh, I don't yeah, I man. don't admit to knowing everything. I hate knowing everything. You can't know everything. Fuck no. You can't. It actually sucks ass being the smartest person in the room. People out there like go out there and find smart friends then you do not want to be the smartest person in the room i i hate being the smartest person in the room because i i have a superiority complex oh shit <laughs> I, I i keep it i keep it real down low i keep it to myself okay. but like internally i am just going insane i'm like the steam pot like you just hear that that steam just boiling and mm -hmm. that, the whistle you know in my head <laughs> and i'm like god my gosh but uh no like it's 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 hard <laughs> but i I've also, I come from a family of teachers, so okay. I also know how to nurture people. I know how to um, guide people in the direction they need to go to learn what they need to learn. And I actually, I, I was thinking about getting my personal trainer license last year and just never ended up doing it. But um, I, w I want to talk about Alpha Land, the, the documentary specifically. Oh, they put out. fantastic. Dude, just, to, just to close the show out, you know? Okay. Because uh, I, I know we're kind of getting a little on time, but... Um, did, did you watch it, by the way? I, I did watch it. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I have some I have some thoughts on it in terms of, like, what you could have done, mm -hmm. but I, I did enjoy it overall. It was, it was a really cool look, not only into your, your life, but, like, just down there and like, that experience, you know? And it was, just, it was just entertaining. I want you to think about this for a second, too, because um, I'm curious on your thoughts, but think about who we were like at the in the first two minutes of that podcast versus the last five yeah. minutes there was some real character development like literally it was in like when i say alpha land the movie i truly meant that like it was actual character development and yeah it was it was more of like a documentary um but you got to see like holy crap these these dudes were literally nobodies and they met once, if you look up some of the people in there that we like in my interest, because if you look up those people individually, you'll shit your pants. You'd be like, holy shit, that dude really met all those people. Like, I mean, we're talking about people that have half a million followers on YouTube type of deal, like, you know, huge social media stars. And it was just like, I was just hanging with the best. And they were, they literally respected me for what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a nobody. So it was, it, it was really cool. That, but that's, that's what are so your thoughts? Dope. So my thoughts, so again, I really enjoyed it. No, I, I want the, I want the I, cr I, constructive criticism. I seriously sat there one afternoon and just watched the whole damn thing. Damn, like, okay. It, it was very it was very time filling. I enjoyed I it. Appreciate I actually that. sat and watched it. I didn't get on my phone and just bleh, for 
45 minutes. Okay. You know, uh, but no, I, what I, I didn't, I enjoyed it, but I wish it was a little less blog, vlog style. Okay. And more, because I feel like the way you did it was definitely like vlog style. Correct. And I feel like that particular style of film needs to be episodic and shorter form. Not, yeah. not exactly like five minute short form but like maybe 10 15 minutes correct um and i do i do wish it was more like actual documentary style like where it's just like there is like essentially a plot you know like there's a story being told right but you did tell a story but it kind of got lost in the whole like vlog aspect of it but again okay so i i want to tell you something about this whole entire project so um and and by the way i filmed this stuff in uh mid-july yeah it didn't come out till about two weeks ago yeah um and there's somewhat of a reason somewhat not of a reason i think for me it was from a personal content standpoint i was burnt out at that point and so i needed some time but it was also really cool to be able to so what happened basically was like one night i just randomly got on my computer and i was like fuck it because I was like, I literally need to clear one of these SD cards because I need it. Like, go through this footage, dude. Just do it. Yeah. And as I started to go through it, I really started to, like, fall in love with it again. Like, the whole experience. Isn't that the best? And uh, <laughs> the, the actual, it was supposed to be exactly what you were talking about, yeah. broken up. Um, it was called the Houston Takeover Series. Yeah. Now, yeah. basically what happened was, like, I was like, dude there are some episodes in here that are a fuck ton better than other ones. I started to realize that I really thought in my mind, everything was a dope day and it was, but how it was portrayed on video, not so much. And so I was like, I I think there's a story to be told here. Even just like going through the whole thing is just one experience. Now, is that your best way of going about it? Honestly, probably not. In fact, who the fuck really wants to watch a 46 minute video? Not very many people, you know, but if there, if there's something like, uh, I'm at a loss for words right now. If there's something driving it, you know, like people will watch it. Correct. Like I, I, I think if, if it was good to be documentary style, it could have like had a, just a fuckload of B roll. And, you know, you're telling the story of alpha mm-hmm. and like, what is this place? Uh, what are the people, what's the, what's the culture there, you know, and you're, and you're really diving into that stuff. And then the other, you know, and you're right. You're a thousand percent right. I think the problem was at the time I wasn't in that mindset. Yeah. And, and I'm actually going to be going back in October and that's what exactly what you're talking about is exactly what that's going to be. Awesome. Because um, I've, I've developed my skills a lot more. One and two, I have a lot more equipment now too. I was renting that camera at the yeah. time. I didn't yeah. know how the fuck to use it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was doing. So a lot more cinematic B-roll, a thousand percent. And actually coming up with a cohesive story, um, my goal, my intention for going down there was surely networking. Yeah, um, yeah. What I wanted to do was I wasn't even cared about my personal content. I thought it would just be cool to document what I was doing. What I was really trying to do was cinematic B-roll content for other people. That's what I was trying, and that's what I yeah, did and too. You, you captured that, yeah. You, uh, that's awesome that you you managed that to had catch the you. foresight to actually do that, which yeah. nobody's ever done. I thought that was really cool. Um, like, hey, this is what I do. Check me out doing what I do. Meanwhile, I'm actually create. I'm working and creating content for them, so you get to see that too if you go check them out. Right. Um, but it 
it basically started YouTube for me. That's what it was. And uh, I needed some big pillar piece to be able to post this, like, you know, my main figurehead. Like, what does this page actually stand for? Which is documentation through fitness and media, mm -hmm. which is where everything started. And I think it'll transition into something different and, and awesome. But uh, for now, that's what it is. And I actually have four videos right now already ready to go i could upload them all right now if i wanted to yeah um i'm gonna space them out and i've been kind of shitty about just getting the thumbnails done i need to do that but uh I'm, that's that's where I'm, I'm lazy at like all the back end stuff yeah like i can make the content but like i i don't know shit about video editing right i can i can edit audio all day but video editing no i used to, i went to i went to school for graphics design but i never okay. finished so i have that a little bit of background with yeah, like the photoshop inside. and making thumbnails but i just don't want to do it yep and it's funny i was listening to a podcast the other day and then i'll i'll, I'll tell the audience a little bit about the experience themselves i'll let them watch the video for okay. themselves yeah. it speaks for, but yeah. like I'll, I'll talk about a few different things um but graphic design right now is a big thing um i mean there's a lot of photographers and videographers out there but people need these elements to be able to couple with these videos and these photos right mm -hmm. and that's actually a market that i figured out about down there there's a guy i met his name's elliot sankey shout out elliot by the way i literally heard a shout out for him the other day on a pod, different podcast but dude all he does is literally make thumbnails and like different art pieces for like these huge youtube channels that's all he does nice that's his job <laughs> and there's a huge need for it because down there like here I'm a monopoly. Like I own everything when it comes to photography, videography. I have people hit me up all the time for stuff, but down there, that's commonplace. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people that have the exact same setup that I do, probably better equipment than I do, you know? And so you have to find out what your specific niche is, or you got to come down there with a huge fucking portfolio. I mean, like there's no other way of going about yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, but the experience itself, um, that was the second awakening. I'll call it, you know, when I talked about the podcast, like that was the first one, those like spurts of motivation. Well, we defined that's not motivation, but we'll call it that in this context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was the second wave because I came down there with a true intention and purpose of documenting every single thing that we were doing. And I wasn't wasting a single fucking second on anything else. And that's what we did. And we went after everything. Didn't you run out of SD card space? You had to go buy more SD cards. Dude, I ran out of, I ran out of storage on a 128 gig card in a day. Jesus. Fuck. I shot. Well, cause I'm, a, I'm dumb as fuck. I thought 4k was the shit and I was shooting 4k 60, everything. Yeah. I was dumb. Well, at least for my, uh, my workout footage, that's what I did. Yeah. And I really wish I would have just shot 1080p 60 with like a 10 bit color profile. So I could color grade it. I feel like workout footage. That would be a good place for the 4k content though. Um, it would, um, because it's, it's a very visual thing. You're not, you're not, you're, I mean, you're listening to it, but you're, you're just yeah. watching. Now, here's what I'll say about this camera in particular that I rented. Now, if I was doing specifically cinematic video content, I would not get the a7 IV. I, I wouldn't get it. There's no point in getting it because that 4K60 comes with a 1.5 times crop. Now, what that means is, let's say I'm shooting vlog style, right? I'm shooting on a 16 millimeter lens. I get cropped to a 24 or a 28 at that point, right? Um, with the, I shoot with a 55 mil f1.8. I'm getting cropped to an 85. So, like... Like, 
it's not really conducive for that. What you would want to be shooting on is something like a Sony a7S III. And okay. the reason being is because of the, uh, I'm getting very technical here now. It's all right. That's all um, right. But that camera, this camera, the a7 IV, has a 33 megapixel sensor, which basically means like when I take a picture, I can zoom in and I can literally get the hairs on your face. Like I'm saying literal, literal individual hairs on your face. I can see yeah. your iris. I can see everything, right? For photos, I literally wouldn't look anywhere else and even video at 90 some percent of it it's great with the a7s3 it's a 12 megapixel sensor but it's also 1200 dollars more you're like i'm getting less resolution i'm spending more money the files are smaller and now i can shoot in 4k 60 4k 120 that file is a hell of a lot less big as compared to something like this yeah. right there's the pro and no crop that doesn't exist in any other camera that's that that size unless you want to shoot with a cinema camera in a fucking gym which i don't think anybody does so no, no. <laughs> I, I, I will i will one day i'm gonna get into that kind of stuff um but the actual experience itself um I, I wish I keep telling people this. I wish I could have gone down there just as a fan in the sense of like, just go down there and experience the gym and have fun. And I hope to do that when I move there one day. Um, but that trip, it was just go, go, go. Yeah. And it was network and meet people. But you know, the cool thing about what you did though, I mean, yeah. Okay. Go there first, be, be it as a fan. But what you did was you captured your actual like first experience you you captured you falling in love with the place and your eyes lighting up and all that shit like yeah. you 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 captured the lightning in a bottle you know it really was there you it, go. it was a good take and and uh the other thing that i did a really good job of was naturally getting into every single situation that happened to me there was mm -hmm. no situation that i went into forced um now I, i'm more of an aggressive person in general you get if you want something you gotta ask for it and yeah you, you yeah. do um, and, What's and the I, worst is going to happen? They say no. Exactly. That's what I've realized. Um, Michael Jordan, you miss 100% of the shots you don't, you don't take. take. Mm -hmm. And so I did ask people, I'm like, hey, yo, would it be cool if I shot for you, right? First, I built a relationship first, though. I mean, at least talk to him for a little bit. And then at the end of the conversation, pitch myself, right? Let me let me show you what I got. And I mean, I had a few pictures on there. I mean, I shot for James English, who has about 250,000 followers on Instagram. And he has 100K on, on YouTube. Um, shot for a girl named Lauren Wagner. She's actually part of my portfolio that I have because those are some of the best pictures I've ever taken in my life. Um, she has like 120K. She posted one of them. It got like 6,000 likes. Fuck yeah. I mean, I was like, hell yeah, dude. Um, shot for a guy named Matthew Scrivener down there. He is blowing up right now that dude is the next superstar um and i didn't even know who the hell he was he we would stay in alpha land for 10 hours that dude was there longer than we were i was like and you do this every day i wish oh my god i fucking wish they have the infrastructure to do it but i mean yeah every person that i could have ever wanted to meet outside of christian guzman himself who wasn't even there that week um i met him and i talked to him and nice. it was just like like I said, I didn't come in there as a fanboy. Like, oh my god, I love your stuff. That name, I actually know that name. That's like the first name you've said besides Jocko Willink <laughs> that I've actually known. And I'm like, I, I can't remember where I know him from, but like, I've, I've definitely heard that. Christian Guzman. Yeah, yeah. He is the owner of Alpha Elite. Oh, okay. He okay. he is the dude that started basically, as you know it today, all fitness content. Okay. He is the originator of all that stuff. He's my inspiration for what I do now. No joke. Like at least one of them. Um, okay. Outside of another guy down there, his name's Joe Latona. He moved down there about a year ago. He is the photographer. Like, do you know who Chris Bomstead is? No. Okay. He is like the best bodybuilder in the world. He competes on the Mr. Olympia stage, classic physique, best 
fucking physique of all time. He shot for him. He shot for Christian Guzman. He shot for every big name in the fitness industry you could ever fucking think of. And he did it in a year. And that dude was basically like, all I did was left my job, moved down to Houston and did it. <laughs> and I was like, that's my inspiration right there. Like, dude, that dude's a beast. You know, is that still the plan? Yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm I, glad I'm glad I got you on here before you. T- yeah, no, I know. <laughs> and it, I, I, you know what I figured out was I got to figure out some more things before I get to that point. Yeah. Like, um, w- what my goal right now is like, if I can figure out how to succeed in what I'm doing right now in the next six months, at least find some stability in it, then I can do that anywhere. And that's what I got to figure out. So build my portfolio, um, figure out how to go out here, really pitch my services, but also what am I selling? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm selling myself first and foremost, but like, is the product, which is media that I'm selling valuable enough and what kind of media do these businesses really need that one, I can generate an ROI off of to actually live. Right. And is it feasible for me to do it or do I have to outsource some of this work or hire people or whatever? Yeah. Um, but do they see real value in that? Right. That's, that's the part that I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, cause some of the stuff that I think is really cool in my head, it's like, is that worth that much money though? You know? Because I'll tell you, I'll get a little more personal on here. I did a deal with uh, a local business. It was about a $2,000 deal. And, uh, I mean, we're talking, like, huge marketing here. Like, two commercials, like, all the photography for elements for, like, his website, his app, Mm -hmm. like, everything. Um, And it's funny. I talked to somebody about it afterwards, and they go, you should probably sold that for about $3,000. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'll shut myself in the foot. I have have another friend who does exactly what you do it's it's a cvc productions okay uh guy named cody clem uh he used to draw i used to be in his band he's he was my drummer and uh he he's told me same exact stories like yeah i i worked this job for like three thousand bucks and they said i would have paid you five for what you for what you did yeah you know it's crazy because you know you you, you got to think about, I, I tend to undersell myself. That's, and I think a lot of people do. Um, Cause you're like, I'm willing to do the work, right? Yeah. But you still need to fucking live and you're devaluing what you're selling. Right. I want it to be like, if you work with me, you're going to pay the price, but you get to work with me. You know, like, yeah, yeah you're going to spend 500 bucks on this one fucking thing, but like, it's going to be worth it. And you get my stamp on but at there. the same time. You're building a relationship and you're, you're showing people the value of your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's and it's even more than that. Like, I, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work at places like Five Star, right, where I build a business. Like, that's basically what we did. And I, I like, there's one guy that I work with. I literally provide him like like business almost advice, right? Especially from a marketing lens, what he's trying to do. I'm like, dude, like if your website team's telling you this, this, and this, you need to do that. Like, don't, don't just take their word for it. Take my word for it too. Cause I'm telling you, I know from experience from other people that this shit is actually worth it. Yeah. That's valuable. Right. Um, or, Hey, you need to take this Avenue with this, this, and this in your marketing scheme. And this is going to generate 15% more ROI for your whole entire fucking business or whatever it is. Right. That's what you get with me on top of the fact that I know how to pick up a camera and actually put myself out there and do the work. Yeah. So yeah, it's, but I mean, you gotta get your name out there, man. That's, that's the big thing. And we're doing it one day at a time. Like we're doing today on podcast. Hell yeah. If only we had like that listener base, <laughs> it's going to come. It, it will. Yeah. That's it, what I'm, I'm rebuilding right now. I like that. I'm, I'm definitely rebuilding. Cause it's been, like I said, it's, I put out like maybe four or five episodes last year okay. when, when I was doing an episode every single week before. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, it's tough. Cause I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the base has just disappeared, but 
they'll come back and especially like the more I do it and um yeah a lot of the a lot of the listening was in the live stream and I'm not really able to do the live stream as much right now so I'm going to give you a piece of advice and I want you to take this okay because this is something that we did on our podcast that we did right and what we did was we asked every single guest that came on this is a part of I'm going to give you guys a hint to the InspoCast one of our first questions at the end that we ask is on the next episode of the InspoCast who do you want to hear yeah hear real feedback from the people that you have on the damn podcast bro because now although we didn't have all those people on and some of them were even far-fetched like okay that's gonna actually be pretty hard to get that person on you know gives us something to work towards right yeah, yeah. but other ones they recommended a person and we got them on and it was an easy ask you like people love coming on podcasts and just fucking talking you oh, know yeah. so even if you can get them for just 10, 10 yep. 20 minutes so for you whether you do that on air or not doesn't matter but i would ask every single person that you have on who they'd want to hear next. I got a few people for you that I'm thinking of right oh, now on top yeah. of my head. Hell yeah. And that, because that's part of the guessing game, right? Of like, shit, who the hell am I going to have on next, right? And obviously they're scheduling and, you know, you got to do marketing and all this other mm-hmm. stuff for your podcast, right? But that eliminates one headache for you. And that's the easiest possible ask you can yeah. ever ask yeah. for. Oh yeah, that, that part of like yeah, I've been I've been just like really trying to put myself out there. Like I hit you up. No, thank like, you. Thank like, you. I was like, you were like the first person I wanted to hit up because one, you're accessible. You're here. I can. I knew you had stuff that I could I could work yeah. with as well. Like whenever you need it, man, just hit me up. Let me know. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, and then like I, I also knew like half half of my anxiety about getting guests. And I know we're we're starting to run a little short here. Or you're good. Short. I just answer text really quick. That's all good. No, I'm listening. Part of the anxiety I have about getting guests is, shit, are they going to be talkative? <laughs> or, yeah. or shit, am I going to be able to have to, am I going to be driving this or, is, or are they going to be driving this? Correct. Or are we going to be bouncing? Yep. You know? Dude, don't worry about that part. I've had, and here's the thing, you can't, you have a hundred something episodes and even Joe Rogan will say this, not every episode hits, dude. Like yeah. he's got to really work it. And like, I've had episodes where I got to just carry the whole mm-hmm. damn thing. I love you, Elias, but bro, you got to learn how to fucking talk, bro. <laughs> dude, I was the same way. Like, <laughs> Because I've had co-hosts. I currently do still have a co-host, but it's like he's he's really busy. He's an electrician. He's in his final years as an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. So uh, and he has just not been able to do it for the last couple years, and that's completely fine. But he was the he was the conversationalist. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a conversationalist. You are. If I if I'm if I if I vibe with you, you know. Yep. But like he was really good at just talking. Yep. And he 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 ended up like really becoming the star of the show. And, and that was for like a good hundred episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, it's a skill set that you acquire though. Like I would just say for you in terms of advice and from a podcasting lens is like if your only hesitation is the fact that you don't know if you'll be able to carry the conversation, do it. Because I promise you, once you get oh. behind that mic, it's lights out. Absolutely. And I, that's what I've come to learn. But that, that anxiety just still sits there. Until oh yeah, and you know until you get behind the mic, start going. And you know? I, I had the same exact thing with uh, singing on stage. Yep, it's it's like you have those nerves until you get up there, and mm-hmm. then it's a rush, and it's the best feeling ever. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like when I was when I was doing that a lot more, I would fuck up on stage and be. Like, and but I I learned real early on, like because I was in choir mm. in high school and all that. And one of the things he taught that my choir teacher taught us was if you fuck up don't show it 
no right. no sell that shit right or, or sell it whatever the wrestling term is whatever the fuck <laughs> uh, it is don't let the audience know that you fucked up because more than likely they are not going to know Facts. they are not going to notice they, at all. they won't notice so being on stage i would fuck up some lyrics i just learned to just keep going and bro it's just talking at yeah, the end of the day too, i know you know i know it is it's fine all right well you got do you have any wrap-up questions for me because unfortunately i gotta take off here soon honestly but. just where can we find you man <sighs> all right so a few places um kingculturemedia.com is going to be airing here very very soon this upcoming week i keep saying that every fucking week but i promise you this week it's coming out it's going to have my full, full portfolio for all my personal and professional photography as well as my videography on there so go check it out if you're looking for work right now hit me up let me know because i'm going to be getting really busy here really soon um but i deliver media in a variety of different ways so that's the number one way you can support mm -hmm. me right now too um outside of that follow king culture media on instagram as well as my personal page cw be visual underscore um and then follow the inspo cast that is where we document future the rising future fitness superstars and outside of that stay tuned for youtube because that is where i'm gonna be pushing a lot of stuff it's cold bushy my last name is spelled b-u-c-h-e um more lifestyle type videos uh, with hints of fitness cinematography which i like to do um but it's, it's really entertaining and i go out of my way to do a lot of different shit so uh, you guys will have a lot of fun with it Awesome. Uh, any, any advice or words of wisdom for anyone out there? Oh, I, like this question. I like this question being phrased at me. Um, it, if you have the, whatever you want to do in life, you are fully capable of doing it. I want you to know that first and foremost to you as well as the audience. I have the biggest vision for myself in my life. Like I truly believe I can be just as great, if not greater than any single fucking person on this planet. But you have to believe that yourself. One belief is where it starts Two, you actually have to go do it. And you will be the happiest when you're actually doing what you want to do. I'm not saying go quit your job or something like that, but find ways to figure out how each day you can get closer to doing your passion all the time. Hell yeah. Words to live by. I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. I live by that every fucking day. That, that's it awesome. takes a risk, man. Yeah. Like, fuck, money will come back. I promise you that. I'm in a position, you know, where I'm like, man, financially stuff is tough right now, but I keep putting myself out there and somehow things work every single month. It's really weird. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, all right, that's man. my advice. Thank you so much for coming on. I can honestly say out of 148 episodes, this is probably one of my top ones man and i appreciate that, you know, that i'm gonna share this everywhere that's that is no bullshit 100 real man, man like, you get a hug after this day <laughs> i appreciate you no thank you thank you so much for reaching out guys out there make sure to stay tuned for podcast because there's a lot of good things coming from this podcast um for real like even just hearing this conversation and like you said you're going to be investing more time and resources and energy into this thing uh and i truly hope the best for you and you. what you're trying to do here i want I, there's enough room on this planet for everybody to succeed and uh, i'm really excited to hear some of the conversations you got coming out here soon I'm excited to have them. You know, it's, it's been so long and I'm ready to, I'm ready to get back into it. Cause like it's, it's been, it's been something that's been eating at me for yep. a long time is just not having this outlet. You know, I don't have much in life anymore. I mean, I, that sounds so doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean no, it that I way know, I know, I know. It's just busy. I've been, I've been picking up a lot more responsibility with, with family and stuff. And yep. 
man, uh, we, we looked at a house today. I'm not going to try to drag this out, but we looked at a house today, hopefully going to put in an offer on it. So holy shit, congrats. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that can go through and we can get back to some normalcy, some, yeah. some standard, you know, I haven't had that since February. Dude, this episode, this is this is the go do it episode Fuck right yeah. here. Go fucking do it, that's, audience. That's, that is the episode title, the go do it episode. Go fucking do it. Whatever you want to do in life, man. <laughs> Shit. Fuck yeah. Go buy that fucking house. Go live and go get that dream job. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Go do it. And you know, that kind of goes along with the sign off. We're bringing it back around full circle. Oh, shit. Thank you so much, Cole, for making this podcast super excellent. And uh, thank you all for listening. You, If you're listening to this, you already know where it's at. But in case you uh, don't, for some fucking reason, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Podbean, where the site is or the podcast is hosted. You can find us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and now anchor.fm where this podcast actually goes up first before it hits anywhere else so if you want to hear us super early listen on anchor.fm no i am not sponsored by them <laughs> yet make so, that uh, revenue here and there you know the extra five cents yeah. whatever it is. i can't wait oh fuck yeah. i gotta get the 50 listeners on there first though Hell yeah baby <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening and I keep saying it. Thank you. Thank you, Cole. That's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> and everybody, please. You want to say it with me? You want to say it? BD. Oh, yeah. Make every day a, a big, big dick day. day. Bye, guys.